this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 567, where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history, the present and the future. And as Christians, we have a great future. Don't you ever forget it. Oh, it's, it, 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 you may be experiencing a little bit of hell today with this heat and all that comes with it, inflation and high gas prices and all of that. Right, but that's just a little taste of what hell is like. God is allowing a little foretaste for people to understand how bad it's going to be in the future. These things are going to get worse. I've been trying to tell you that you don't want to believe me. Today we are reading Proverbs chapter 3 verses 11 through 20. Shall we pray? Holy Father God in heaven, it is Friday night and it's so good to be here with you and with your people. And Lord, I thank you for my uh, daughter, uh, Daniqua Grace, who is uh, helping us with making sure that everything is showing up well around the world, which is, this technology is mind-blowing to me, what you have wrought. And Holy Father God, I do pray uh, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, grant me your energy, strength, unction, and anointing and the power of your Holy Spirit to read your Holy Word, to teach your Holy Word, to preach your Holy Word, to preach your Holy Gospel. Thank you, Lord. I do not call it a monologue because these are things that you have put on my heart to say. I thank you for, if it will allow me to call it tonight, or refer to it, well, prophetical thoughts, I guess. Um... Uh, the things that you have laid on my heart to warn uh, your church people who uh, people who I believe have the right doctrine and who may not be doing the right things and so Lord thank you for leading me to address three different things here tonight with great liberty and great freedom extemporaneously and uh, without mm -hmm. any notes Speak to the hearts of the people who will hear to do what is good and necessary. Thank you so much for what the Southern Baptist Church leaders have done in hiring on an outsider, but a true man of God, Dr. Tony Evans, one of your choice servants. Thank you, Lord, for keeping him alive this far. Even though his dear wife is up there with you in heaven, which is very painful to him, it shook him uh, like nothing else. But he's uh, holding on by your grace and doing well. And so, Holy Father God, help him to help them. Now, Lord, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallowed be your name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. We praise you and we thank you for those of us who are saved, for your love, your grace, and your mercy. Your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word. And for all of the millions and many and manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon us. On this Friday night, Lord, we praise you and we thank you for salvation, spiritual, family, life, financial, material, protection, and provision, 
mental and physical blessings that you bestowed upon us down through the years by your power and might through your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, and by the faith that you put in our hearts in you. For those of us who are saved by your grace, we individually, hopefully collectively, confess our sins, our failures, and our faults unto you. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us of our sins, our failures, and our faults. Wash and cleanse our hearts, our minds, souls, spirits, and consciences in the blood of Christ from all ungodliness, all unrighteousness of word, thought, and deed, and attitude. Lord God in heaven, I still pray earnestly for my wife, Marika White, who is here uh, uh, serving tonight and set up most of what is going on tonight by herself. Uh, and Lord, I do pray, however, that she would not just continue to be religious, but lost. And uh, and not consistent, not faithful in her attitude, her spirit, her obedience. Uh, Lord, uh, help her to become a true blue Christian. Uh, and become a dependable saint that you can depend upon and we can depend upon to maintain a sweet, sweet spirit in this place. I pray that she would humble herself and come to me as she did by herself and on her own when her two daughters, two oldest daughters, were leaving and moving on to live together on their own Uh, it broke her down like I have never seen before. And uh, she became humble for the first time and asked me for permission to address the family and to apologize to you, to me, and to her children, who quite frankly she did not show love to while they were growing up, did not hug them, did not want to hug them. I had to make her hug them did not want to say I love you even to this day. I warned her this year, I warned her last year that the children that you let stay behind uh, for over seven years, or nearly seven years, over seven years, yeah, over seven years, uh, you did that to help her to and give her a chance to repent at what she had apologized for. She did not do so. I believe it is a salvation problem and her pride is holding her back. And as I pray for her, Lord, I, I know from years of experience in preaching your Holy Gospel and hearing preaching down through the years, uh, the most transparent preachers are the ones who help people the most because there are thousands of folk who have family members like this. No matter how much they pray, no matter how much they love on them, no matter how much uh, you they do for them, they, they, they're never behind the scenes, they're not uh, the Christian people that they appear to be in church. In fact, they can show more love for people in the church than they show for their own children, own family members. And so, uh, after 34 years of this, Lord, it needs to end for her own good. And uh, she, no doubt, once she gets saved, she needs to apologize to her children again. My children need to know. My daughter, Danny, told me the other day something shocking that my wife did not tell me. She told me, presumably, uh, everything else that happened when her mother surprised us with a mother-in-law visit uh, that uh, uh, happened a few weeks ago. I saw Danny a few days after that, and my oldest daughter, Danny, and she was very hurt and shocked. She told me that 
her mother said told her the first time she had seen her in months probably years I didn't even recognize you Danny and uh, she was very hurt by that and I, I I had to tell her that well you know that's how your mother is she's done that for years and um, and then when I told my wife that that's what Danny said uh, she had not told me that and, and she was shocked that Danny had told me that is that's got to I mean, that's a very painful and hurtful thing. And I have had the same experience with my own mother, who did not get in touch with me until my younger brother, who she favored, died. Did not wish me happy birthday until uh, my younger brother died. So, but I'm a big old tough fella. It doesn't bother me. I'm not phased by that. I'm used to that. But for a daughter to hear that from a mother who she's trying to, trying to be a Christian, my daughter Danny is trying to be a Christian about this whole thing, uh, that is very, very ugly and very painful. And so I pray, Lord, that you would comfort my daughter's heart. She has done well. There's nothing else that she really can do. All of these children have done well as far as dealing with their mother. And uh, when they were younger and had pure hearts, they called me spontaneously the father and the mother. However, there's not a motherly bone in my body. I don't have a female side. And a daughter needs a mother and um, very much so, just like a son needs a father. So I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would miraculously save her soul. This has never really been done uh, in the history of the evangelical church, uh, and so it's shocking to many people, a husband uh, revealing that his wife is not perfect and wonderful and great and dandy. Uh, that's anathema in the evangelical church, Baptist church, all churches. Because if mommy ain't happy, ain't nobody happy is the philosophy of the church, which it should never be, because she does not have that kind of power or authority. And I know I have women who are mad at me and who are trying to hinder me and trying to use my family against me to stop me from not going along with the program that everybody wants me to go along with. Some high-powered people as well. And uh, so I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would continue to thwart their plots and their plans, protect, Lord, my children from their evil plots and plans, uh, and give them your grace and your strength to stand. Uh, even my baby daughter, Danielle, could see right through it. And uh, my baby son Daniel knows about it. And so, Lord, they can see right through it themselves. They know there's nothing but evil. Uh, and so I pray that you would save her soul. And save everybody in our family. Have your Holy Spirit not to give them rest until they come to know you as Savior. And Lord, I'm 100% confident that she will get saved in a real sense. That somehow, even though most of her family has never laid aside that pharaohistic Jamaican pride, I believe that she's going to do it. And you're already working in her heart. She told me so when her mother, and her mother came by on a surprise visit and uh, you gave her the grace 
to withstand uh, that satanic attack and uh, to the point of even surprising me uh, because of the work that you're doing in her heart and she told me and this was the first night she told me that you Lord were working you were working in her heart and I, I know that you did because of what she said and and, uh, and what she did that day so Lord I pray that she will overcome that pride and come to know your Savior and then save those who are lost who are hearing me pray right now for my wife to get saved who has claimed to be saved <coughs> for over 40 plus years but no fruits of salvation and that is the case in many people in the church the Southern Baptist Church the Bible churches the charismatic churches uh, John Gray himself may not even be saved uh, he's very gifted and very talented but once we become say we may slip and fall we may do some evil things in the early years of our uh, Christian lives and ministry but it will not be a perpetual thing for born-again saved people and, uh, and, and, and doing it over and over and over again is not uh, the evidence of true salvation we all have sinned and failed and messed up but we get up again according to the songwriter and the song singer we rise up again and, and not only that but according to your holy word we don't stay in sin we don't become hypocrites acting one way around church folk and uh, another way around our family and with other devilish people and so Holy Father God I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ have it all to come to pass I believe in you it's going to be a great victory and uh, my children need to be healed by this message and by this prayer I pray that you will heal them and help them to understand that uh, their mother was not saved, not born again, for no mother would do that. Uh, and they, they, they need to understand that, that people can be religious but lost. And the truth of the matter is some of them have adopted her mean, hateful spirit. So Lord, I pray that you they would examine themselves and make sure that they're saved. Lord, I know my family does not like this. I, I pray for my mother. I pray for her mother. I pray for her siblings. I pray for mine and all of our family members, Lord, who have been raised in the church, served in the church, believe that they're saved, but they're not. Just like Dr. Ascole said, the Southern Baptists, there are hundreds of people who think that they're Christians, but they're not, and they're going to go to hell. And instead of saying... Instead of hearing, well done, thou good and faithful servant, they will hear, I never knew you, you workers of iniquity. Uh, the most frightening words, probably, in your holy word. Now, Holy Father God, also, I pray on this Friday night that it would be so. For this is the time of the week when the devil has kicked up through my wife, and every now and then uh, through a few others Friday going into Saturday Saturday going into Sunday and Lord when we were just preaching on Sunday and Wednesday he would kick up uh, his heel so to speak through my wife and others right before the services right before uh, Wednesday came in right before Sunday came in starting on Saturday and, and literally, Lord, as you know, as these children know, my wife would turn into a devil, turn into a witch. The only way that it, it, it could be explained is by uh, the fact that she was demon-possessed, demon-controlled. 
and that has in, that has impacted the children and influenced the children. But they did great by your grace. They they uh, typical teenage uh, things to deal with. However, Lord, the impact that you caused us to have in this ministry, Lord, my little my, my children helped me tremendously to this very day. Help me to preach your holy gospel and your holy word every day to this very day. And Lord, I pray that you'll bless each and every one of them for you've already blessed my daughter Danny, who was uh, the leader of the pack. She did way more than what she should have had to do. Uh, so same thing for my daughter Danita. They both helped me raise these children. And so I don't mind them going to her house as they make a transition into uh, living on their own. Because she and my daughter Danita, Danny and Danita, both helped me raise these children. Because their mother just didn't show up like she should have. And I pray that you would continue to bless them. You've already blessed my daughter Danny and Anita and my son Daniel because they continue to support the ministry even after they left. What a blessing. And of course the devil and family members and others are mad at my preaching and uh, they're mad at my preaching against homosexuality and trying to turn uh, these wonderful children against me. Uh, and I thank you, however, uh, that uh, they know better. Now, Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke and bind the devil and the demons of hell and the satanic demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias. Lord, from our family altogether and cast these demon spirits out of my uh, wife Marika White. Lord help her not to uh, and she's doing better right now no doubt because of this exposure and the devil hates exposure and light. Devilish people hate exposure but that's not what this should be about. She knows me. She knows I'm sincere about this. She knows I've been praying for her like this for over 34 years when I found out that uh, she was just religious and not saved. And so I pray that she would make it real on her own, not under any kind of duress or pressure. This is nothing new to her, nothing new to our children. And uh, she just needs to do it and lay aside that pride. She will probably be the first one in her family to do so. And so, Holy Father God, I do pray that in the meantime, you would drive the demons of hell out of her life. Lord, out of our family. And give us sweet victory over the world, the, de the flesh, and the devil. Place upon us the whole arm of God tonight. Uh, and throughout tomorrow, if there is a tomorrow for us. And... Uh, throughout Sunday, Father's Day. And Lord, I praise you and I thank you for all of my children always giving me a great Father's Day down through the years. My daughter Danny and, and Anita are always fixing me great meals because I did not trust, could not trust my wife to do so. All of the special holidays we've enjoyed, my children participated in and made it great. And Lord, this coming Father's Day, my baby daughter, Danielle Elizabeth Breelove White, I will be making my Father's Day meal. And, Lord, I'm excited about it. We've already bought some things. And, Lord, I pray that uh, you will bless 
uh, our Father's Day. My son is helping with the, helping me with the sermon, and I'm so pleased, my baby son. I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. And it would be wonderful if my wife got saved on Father's Day. Uh, I believe that's the really the weekend that uh, it was on Father's Day. I forgot about that. It was not on Mother's Day when she made that surprise uh, announcement. And she asked me and her children to forgive her. And we have. Because of your grace, your mercy, and your love, your agape love, forgiveness of other people, even for years of painful activity, is pretty easy because that's just, that's just you. That's your love. It's not ours. And so, Holy Father God, I pray that you would save those who are lost, revive those who are saved, heal those who are sick, Comfort those who are grieving all around the world. Lord, there are people going through a whole lot as you know. We commit all of them into your hands. That is one of the beauties and powers of, of prayer. That we can pray to you about millions of people and you know them all by name. And you know who exactly who we're talking about. And you will move and you have moved. We pray that you'll do it again. And... Uh, we pray that you draw them to yourself for salvation because we know that you are not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Lord, I thank you for allowing me to be in uh, this kind of situation before where I'm praying about things, preaching on things, saying things ahead of things that you're going to do. I don't know exactly what you're going to do here in the near future, but something is happening because you have me saying things and doing things that I would not normally do. I was not thinking about this, none of this. Everything I said tonight so far, other than the introduction to uh, the reading of the scripture, Lord, as you know, I, I, that was not in my heart, not in my mind, not in my spirit, not in my soul until I donned the pulpit. And you just said, say this, say this, say this, number three, and pray this, and pray this way, and don't worry about the time. All you're going to do is eat, and, uh, and, and get into your afterglow, and uh, relax, and take it easy, and all of that is all you're going to do anyway. So just go ahead on and do, take time, take your time. And so I thank you for that, Lord. I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. Please lift up your holy name. We're not even worthy to do so, as you know. Lift up your holy son, the Lord Jesus Christ, by our feeble little efforts. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. My friends, do you know Jesus Christ as your Savior? The greatest privilege of my life is to introduce you to Jesus, to persuade you, to encourage you, to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ in the church and out of the church. John Gray, if you're not born again, sir, if you're not saved, you're a gifted preacher, you're a gifted man, you have a charismatic, a true charismatic a gift from God, uh, but you may not be born again, sir. You might need to get saved because this is not the pattern. You have too much biblical knowledge. You showed that even in this last Instagram video, sir. You're pulling up scriptures in context. Just like Tony Evans, Dr. Tony Evans has that ability and concorded book and chapter and verse all that right there. That's a gift from God. Plus some hard study. 
But born-again Christians, they may fall seven times, but they'll rise up again. You might need to examine yourself, sir, uh, and see whether or not you're being the faith with all that you're doing. Don't worry about it. Lay aside your pride and get saved tonight yourself. Makes no difference whether or not you're a preacher. It makes no difference what people think about you. You said that yourself in the Instagram. You're beyond that. <clears throat> so get saved. Get born again. If that's what you need to do. And sit down somewhere for a while. And if that's the case. My dear friends. And my dear friend. First, accept the fact that you are a sinner if you want to be saved. You've got to admit you are a sinner. And that you have broken God's law. The Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Everybody. The Pope. Yes, even Joel Osteen, who I talked about earlier tonight, included in my, what some would call a monologue. I'm going to see if this, a monologue is biblical. Probably not. <laughs> my Christian monologue. God laid on my heart to share with you. But, uh... T.D. Jakes is a sinner, and he's humble enough to admit it. John Gray, a sinner, Oprah, a sinner. Uh, everybody, the Dalai Lama, we're all sinners. Nobody's perfect. And, and feel sorry for people who think they are. They're ignorant. The Bible says we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, accept the fact that there is a penalty for sin. There is a punishment for sin always, my dear friends. Always, 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 always. Nobody gets away with sin. I don't, I don't know what you're thinking. Nobody. You may think you are. Always remember that God said, vengeance is mine, I will repay. Don't you worry about it. If the judges miss you, the police officers miss you, they're not God. If your wife has been deceived by you, your husband has been deceived by you, don't you worry about it. Don't you try to get vengeance. Vengeance is mine, I will repay. Nobody gets away with sin. All sin has got to be paid for. Either you're going to pay for it in hell, or you're going to trust Christ, who has already paid for all of our sins. That is the good news of Jesus Christ. The Bible says in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. My beloved, you're going to die. I'm going to die. That's why life insurance is a big business. Because they know you're going to die. And you ought to know that you're going to die. And, and, and I'm telling you tonight the reason why you're going to die. If you must go and do something, you, you go ahead on and do it. Because I'm just going, I'm going to take my time. Uh, I'm going to take my time. This is important. And if God will allow you to die because of your sins, your sinful nature, your sinful choices, then God will allow you to go to hell for your sinful nature and your sinful choices. Make no mistake about it. I have to, I have to. God wants me to say it like this to you because you have the wrong, many of you have the wrong idea about God. That somehow you're going to get by even though you have never 
gone by the cross and believed in his son, Jesus Christ, like he said. God is very loving, so loving, he gave up his son, Jesus Christ, the son of God, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish in hell, because that's where you're going, but have everlasting life if you believe in Jesus Christ. That's love for you. And that's all he's going to do. See, some of you are looking around for God to do something else. He's not doing anything else. That's it. See, and I have to help you understand that God is loving, but I want you to understand he loves you so much if your choice is to sin against him and do the evil you want to do uh, and love darkness more than light, you're going to go to darkness in the flames of hell. He's going to give you what you evidently want. But if you don't want that, and you want to get saved from hell and go to heaven, he's already taken care of that for you. Now you need to take care of it and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ in a real sense. See? See, the problem that irreligious people have with the church is the foolishness of pastors committing adultery, child molestation, raping of women, homosexuality, and everything else. But they should not let hypocrites in the church block them from Jesus, because Jesus never did anything like that. In any way, shape, form, or fashion. Jesus Christ never sinned in word, thought, or deed. This is about you believing in him. Not in John Gray. Not in Daniel White. Not in T.D. Jakes. Not in Joel Osteen. Not in all of the perverted pastors in the Southern Baptist Convention. Who have been uh, exposed. And those who have not been exposed. Not only in the Southern Baptist Convention. But every Christian convention in the world. Don't look at them. Someone said a long time ago, if a hypocrite is between you and God, he's closer to God than you are. Don't let that happen. The hypocrite is the worst sinner. Because he's trying to use God as a cloak for his sin. Irreligious people are not doing that. They're just lost and they're just out jam, jam, boogie, boogie, don't even know they're going to hell like I was. So, my beloved, third, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell, the burning hell, according to the words of Jesus Christ and all four uh, gospel books. Jesus Christ preached more on the burning hell than uh, all of the prophets and all of the apostles combined. He preached more on hell, sad to say, than all of the thousands of preachers living today. More solidly and more firmly than anybody else. One of the reasons for that is he created hell for the devil and his angels. Oh, whew, he didn't create hell for us. No, he did not create hell for us. But if you act like the devil, look like the devil, talk like the devil, be mean like the devil, sin like the devil, and hate Jesus Christ like the devil, you will be going to hell with the devil. The devil, Jesus Christ said, is the father of lies. And some of you lie so much you believe the lies yourself. Jesus Christ said in Mark 9, 43-48, And if thy hand offend thee, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter into life maimed than having two hands to go into hell, into the fire that never shall be quenched, where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. And if thy foot offend thee, leaves you 
uh, to Sylvia's house, who you're not married to, leads you to Bo Peep's house, who you're not married to, to sin against God and to sin against yourself. Hey, listen to me very carefully. You need to understand something. When you sin against God, my friends, you sin against yourself. You, you offend God and you offend yourself. The reason why God hates sin is not to crimp your style, not to uh, keep you from having fun. Let me tell you something. Once you get saved, my friend, uh, the sensitivities on the inside of you, you will enjoy some of the smallest things big time. Go, listen to me. Going out early in the morning to see the sunrise is a party. <laughs> For the Christian. You understand what I'm saying to you? Huh? You ever heard about being high? Spiritually speaking. It's the greatest high on earth. Man. A, a, a alcohol high. You go up. You're going to come down. A drug high. Go up. And you come down. You might be dead. There's no high. Like the Christian high. The sensitivities are heightened. And, and, and everything, you appreciate everything, you're glad about everything, you, you, you thank God even for trouble and, and, uh, and heat and cold, you thank God for it all. And you enjoy it, because you have joy and you have peace, that pass of all understanding, and joy unspeakable. These are things you cannot buy at CVS. Hmm? My beloved, these are things you cannot buy at Walgreens or Walmart or Kmart or Target or no place else. You can't buy them. You don't have enough money. So get saved tonight and get really high and stay high. See, that's the salvation high. Once you trust Christ as Savior, you don't have to look for a high anymore. Some of you people, you look for a high every day. We saw some pictures, I think, out in California. Uh, no, no. In Portland. Where the, 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 the people have legalized dangerous drugs. People falling out all in the streets, shaking. That, that, you don't want that, do you? Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou you shalt be saved. Jesus Christ said, Cut it off. It is better for thee to enter halt into life than having two feet to be cast into hell into the fire that never shall be quenched. Don't let your feet take you to the drug house. Let your feet take you to the cross and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins. Even you, John Gray, you, you should be victorious over all of this by now. And maybe you're out of your place. You, you might need to get back into the role of the second man and not the first man. Something is wrong somewhere. Examine yourself and see whether or not you be in the faith. Where the worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. That is the place of hell. The maggots never die. The flames never go out. And if thine eye offend thee, plug it out, plug it out, plug it out. It is better for thee. The heat is on, and the women are coming out of their clothes. Be careful, men. Control your eyes like Job said. I will not look upon a maid. And you can only do that with the help of Jesus Christ. If you're lusting your eyeballs out, like John Gray said he was still looking at pornography. If you're lusting your eyeballs out, you may not be saved. You don't have... Uh, the control of the Holy Spirit controlling you. And just because you, you, uh, the, your Christianity does not match up to biblical Christianity, don't blame the Bible. Don't blame God. Don't blame Jesus. You can overcome. One good thing that Dr. John Gray said, he, I, I take full responsibility. 
That's what uh, a Christian should do. Don't be blaming God. Don't blame other things and other people. Take full responsibility. You did it. I sinned. I have done evil. Because we see here that if your eyes are full of lust and full of adultery, on and on and on, there's something wrong somewhere. And you need to understand that you will end up in hell if you have not truly believed in the Lord Jesus Christ who will give you the power with your wife to overcome that. It would be better for thee to enter into the kingdom of God with one eye than having two eyes to be cast into hell fire where their worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. Now either uh, Jesus is telling the truth here or he's telling a lie and I say that respectfully. I have to say that because most of you people, most of you preachers listening to me, you're not going to preach it. Because that, doesn't, that, that kind of preaching is not going to bring uh, the money in. It won't put behinds in seats like you want to because you're more concerned about growth than people going to heaven when they die. And God wants you to preach this too. You can preach it at least once a month, can't you? And by the way, I do believe that all preachers ought to preach the gospel every day. I mean, every time they preach. And in this day and time, you ought to be preaching the gospel in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Your church ministry ought to have somebody in the pulpit every day until Jesus comes at this point. Because over 50% of the hirelings, they quit. They've already quit, like I predicted. Those who are truly saved have not even thought about quitting. They're fired up and ready to go. Moving right along. So dear friend, hell is real and hell is hot. You think this is hot? This is air conditioning to the fullest level compared to hell, my dear friend. There won't be any air conditions in hell. Do not go to hell. You think this is bad? Get saved tonight. This is a warning. The heat is on for a reason. God is in control of the weather, contrary to what the weatherman tells you. God is in control of all of this. And I believe he wants you to get a taste of hell because many of you are going there because you're rejecting Jesus Christ. There was a Gallup poll today saying that belief in God has gone down dramatically. Thank you, pastors who refuse to preach the word of God. More concerned about vacationing and your money and your salary. You've compromised the word of God. Thank you, preachers. And see, Dr. Tony Evans knows, like very few other pastors understand, we are the problem. The church, the pulpit, the pastors, the preachers, we have failed God. We have failed Jesus Christ. We have failed the word of God. We have failed God's people. We have failed the family. We have failed the city. We have failed the country. We have failed the world. You might as well admit it. Because you can't get anywhere with God until you acknowledge God is so loving, so if you would allow me to say so meek and so humble and so loving that he's not even, he, he doesn't crack down that hard on us as, you know, he, he's doing it now, but not, I mean, this is, this is chastisement with a whole lot of mercy. And it took God a long time to get to this point. To God, Jesus Christ, a long time to get to this point. Because Jesus is all about 
uh, I will give you space to repent. And I gave you people a lot of space. And, you, and many of you thought you were doing church and you were not. You know it now. But dear church member who is not saved, and you know you're not saved. I was a church member. I knew I was not saved. I did not know I was going to hell. If someone had plainly told me that from the Bible, what I just read to you, I would have gotten saved. Way back yonder. But I knew deep down something was wrong. That's why God told me to pray a prayer when I was lost and on my way to hell and I was partying hard and jam jam boogie boogie very hard. I thought you something was wrong with you if you didn't run with us in our sin. And in our, that's how twisted my wicked dark mind was. And God gave me a prayer. Lord, show me the light. That's what I prayed as a little boy. I don't know. Only God could have done that. Because I didn't see any of that. Maybe you prayed something like that. Lord, I know with all of this mess going on in the church today, uh, I, 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 these people don't have the light. So, Lord, you showed me the light. Have you ever prayed a prayer like that? Well, God has just showed you the light. All you have to do, my dear friend, is believe in your heart. In the Lord Jesus Christ. I say to my wife who is here serving in the ministry with me as she has for the past 34 years. Do not trust in whatever you did in the Moravian church in Jamaica. Let it go. And believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm telling you the same thing. All the Christian work I did at the Mount Shiloh Baptist Church. The Holiness Church. The Pillar in the Ground of the Truth Church. The Disciples of Christ Choir at the Disciples Church. And on and on and on. Never amounted to anything. I was lost and on my way to hell and I knew it. A lady asked me in my dad's church, after church one Sunday, you're saved, aren't you, son? You're the preacher's son. I said, no, ma'am, I'm not saved. Oh, yes, you are. You're the, you're the pastor's son. Yes, you are. Don't, don't say that. Don't claim that. I'm not claiming anything. I'm telling you, I'm not saved. I know I'm not saved. Was baptized in the choir, spoke in tongues, shouted, everything. Lost. As a goose in the Kentucky Derby, I was lost, blind and lost, and did not even know I was going to hell. I would have been, listen to me very carefully, listen to me very carefully, because here's where many of you are. If I had died one day before December the 19th, 1979, I would have been shocked to this day that I was in burning in hell, because I was in church. My mother made me go to church. I believe there are millions of people who go to hell. They're shocked because they were in church every Sunday. So all you have to do to get saved is believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe in your heart that Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day by the power of God for you. Hell is bad news. But I have some good news for you. I've already told you about it. Jesus Christ said the most loving words, the most important words ever said in the history of the world. When he said, for God so loved the world. That means you. God loves you. So you, you feel lonely and you feel like nobody loves you. Your family has forsaken you. Uh, I, I can tell you a way where you will never feel lonely. I can tell you about a man who uh, will never let you feel lonely. And everybody can forsake you. you. You feel like you got a bunch of friends. His name is Jesus. Well, I tried to get some friends. I tried to get people to like me. Uh, stop trying and believe in Jesus Christ. You have the greatest friend you'll ever find. 
believe in him tonight. That he gave his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, for you. That whosoever, red, yellow, black, and white, he we're all precious in his sight. Whosoever believeth, just believe in him. Believe that he paid your sin debt. Believe that he suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins. Was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. That is the gospel. That is the good news. And we have people who are in the news industry now. They want to talk. Well, why don't we have some good news sometime? There's so much bad news. Uh, uh, let's try to create some good news. Listen, there's no good news outside of Jesus in this world. There's no good news. Little cute, you know, stories about a cat being saved. That's not. That's not important, really, in the grand scheme of things. Okay. Uh, the only good news is Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins. So bad, bad news does not bother me because I have the good news. And if you have the good news and you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, bad news should not bother you because bad, you were born into this world with bad news. You've lived your life with bad news. And there's more bad news now than ever. Believe in the good news and get saved and you'll have good news in you for the rest of your life on into eternity. Whosoever believeth in him, who? Jesus Christ, should not perish. That means you will not perish in hell. You're going to die. So it's not talking about that. It means perish in hell forever. But have everlasting life. Meaning you're going to go to heaven when you die. With God, with Jesus with the saints and with the angels. And guess what? Yes, God wants you to be there. Believe that. Okay? Me? Yes, God wants you there. <clears throat> as wicked and evil and ungodly as I am, yes. But I'm a whore, God wants you there. I'm a whoremonger, God wants you there. I'm a homosexual, God wants you there. Not as a homosexual. He wants you to get saved and believe in Jesus and repent. Same thing for the whoremonger and the whore. I'm in jail right now. God wants you there. Just believe in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ. That Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins. Was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God for you. So that you can live forever with him. Pray and ask him to come into your heart to save your soul today, and he will. Romans 10, 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell? Saved to what? Saved to heaven to be with God. Uh, dear friend, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ who paid for your sins, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. Pray and ask him to save you. I'll be glad to lead you in the sinner's prayer. Repeat after me, phrase by phrase, on this Friday night in June 2022. Repeat after me, phrase by phrase, and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I acknowledge that I am a sinner. I admit that I have done evil in your sight many times. I have broken your Ten Commandments and I am guilty before you and I deserve to die and go to hell. And I do not deserve to go to heaven. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins. My failures and my faults. 
as I now believe with all of my heart that your Holy Son, Jesus Christ, suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins. Was buried and rose on the third day by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul tonight. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray. Lord, fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to truly repent of my sins and help me to turn from my wicked ways and to follow you in the new life in the new life Lord Jesus Christ for it is in your name I do pray Amen <coughs> now dear friends if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God, allow me to say to you congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book titled what to do after you enter through the door jesus christ said in john 10:9, i am the door by me if any man enter in he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture uh, now dear friend if you believed in the lord jesus christ as your lord and savior today please email us at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you to help you to grow in the faith and be the Christian that God wants you to be. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Now, ladies and gentlemen, We're going to resume the standing between the living and the dead service where we left off, already in progress. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible. At Proverbs chapter 3 verses 11 through 20. My son despise not the chastening of the Lord neither be weary of his correction. For whom the Lord loveth, he correcteth, even as a father the son in whom he delighteth. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that getteth understanding. For the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver and the gain thereof than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, and all the things thou canst desire are not to be compared unto her. Length of days is in her right hand, and in her left hand riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. 
She is a tree of life to them that lay hold upon her, and happy is everyone that retaineth her. The Lord by wisdom hath founded the earth, by understanding hath he established the heavens. By his knowledge the depths are broken up, and the clouds drop down the dew. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you for your holy word. Thank you, Lord, for uh, the prophetic monologue. Thank you, Lord, for giving me a mind to preach your holy gospel uh, right from the uh, get-go. And, Lord, we thank you now for your holy word that has blessed our hearts, our minds, our souls, and our spirits. As always, help us to be not only hearers of your holy word, but doers. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for sake. Amen. <laughs>